you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. Good morning, Compassion. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Amen. We sure are glad to have you. You're not here by accident, but by divine appointment. God has something He wants to speak in your life. And let me say this. If you'll listen, you'll hear. And if you'll listen today, I promise you, God will speak something new in your life that you've never experienced before. How many of you like bullies? Bullies. Anybody? I don't like bullies. I can remember growing up in junior high school, I was the shortest one in my, in my class. Shortest one in my class. And I had a bully. In fact, if you ever had a bully, everybody remembers the name of their bully. It don't matter how young they were. My bully was named Todd Mangus. He was my bully. In junior high school, he picked on me all the time because I was the shortest one. He was tall. But from my ninth grade years, we went to the summer, to my 10th grade year, I went to high school. Something happened. I got taller. I grew up. And i never forget my ninth grade year, or my 10th grade year, I came back, and well, guess what? I had one of my first classes with Todd Mangus, and I walked in in the first day. Now, I'd gotten bigger, but his bully mentality thought he could still pick on me. And sure enough, that first day, he tried to pick on me. And Have you ever come to the place in your life where enough is enough? You have had enough. And that day was the day that I'd had enough. And he came to pick on me, and I said, boy, I'll beat you to death right here in this room in front of everybody. His eyes got about that big around, and I would have because I was that mad, and he never messed with me again. I want to tell you a story of a man today that it didn't do that with an individual. But it did it with an issue in his life. There are some of you that you got the bullies of fear, worry, anxiety, not being good enough, accepting the status quo. Things will never change. This is the way it's always going to be. You've accepted that bully and it has controlled you all your life. But I want to talk to you some about that bully. Say, look with me today and 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. And we're going to talk about a man. This is the only place we find him in the Scriptures. The only place we find him in the Bible. Not much is said about him, but what is said brings us a truth today that you need to understand. He says, Jabez was more honorable than his brother. His mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out, to the God of Israel, all that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Listen to this last part. And God granted his request. Lord, we thank you for the word we're about to receive I pray that every heart and every mind will be open to receive, God, what you've got in store. But God, I pray today in Jesus' name that we'll stand up to the bullies of our enemy. 
and that, Lord, you would grant our request and let us see the hand of God at work in our life. In Jesus' name. I'm going to preach a little different today, if you don't mind. We don't know exactly what happened, but what we do know about Jabez is this. When his mom had bore him, see, in the culture of the time, either one or two things happened. Either you got a name based on where the, the parent wanted you to go, or you got a name based on what was going on in their life when they had you. Unfortunately, Jabez got a name based on what was going on in the life of his mother at the time. Now, Jabez may not sound bad to you, but in other words, if it would be today, I would come up to David and say, Hey, David, my name is Payne. That would be his name. We don't know what happened. Maybe she gave birth and the pain that she experienced, she just, it was so bad, she threw the name on him. Maybe there were things going on in the relationship, the marriage, maybe their life, the job, whatever it was, wasn't good. And because of that, she called him pain. We eventually see something happen. Jabez finally gets tired of it. He's lived all his life wrapped up in this name that's been attached to him, and he's believed it. He's accepted it. And Jabez finally does this. He says, I've had enough. I'm going to stand up to my bully. I'm going to stand up to all the problems. I'm not going to cower in the corner anymore, and I'm going to stand up and I'm going to speak the truth. And he said, God, this is what I pray to you. He said, one, I want you to bless me. I want you to bless me. Can I tell you today, do you believe that we serve a God of blessings? Amen. And I'm not just referring to financial or money. I'm talking to every part of your life God wants to bless. What you give to God, God can bless. He wants to bless your marriage. He wants to bless your children. He wants to bless your job. He wants to bless every aspect of your life. Here's the thing. Here's the second word I want you to remember. Audacity. I want you to have the audacity to ask God for his blessings. Remember Jacob? I won't let go until you I won't let go. I won't let. If some of you would grab a hold and say, God, I'm going to hold on until you bless me and I won't let go, I'm telling you, God will begin to honor your audacity to ask for his blessings. You know, God has blessed this church. Can I tell you why? Me and Laurie have had the audacity. When we came here, we spoke God's blessings over this house. I, I remember, forget the, the first moment I met with the team here when they were interviewing me for the job, and, and I told them what God was going to do, and some of them, they thought I was crazy. I said, God's going to build this church and grow this church. God's going to use it to save the lost and change lives. And can I tell you that God had the audacity to bless us, took us from 70 people to where we run over 800 people now. Amen. Some little thing, y'all may have heard of it, I don't know, called COVID. It tried to take that away from us. But God's taking us right back where we were and even better. Amen. He's blessed us. 
Can I say that to us today as a church that we have prayed and asked and believed for the blessings of God and because of our audacity in our prayer and in our faith, God has done it. See, the second thing he does, and I love what Jabez does, he does this. He said, enlarge my territory. Can I tell you why? Would you want to be out in public if your name was pain? Would you want to be out in public if, if every time you had to introduce yourself, you had to say, my name is pain? Would you do that? See, I dare to say that all this time, you've got him over here and he's to himself. He's isolated. See, what's got you wrapped up today? What has kept you from extending your territory? I want to read a passage here. It's out of Isaiah. And it says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants. I love this. Listen. In other words, what he's saying is, right now you don't see it. But start preparing and making yourself ready to see it. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. See, I not only speak that over you. See, today something is a little bit different I want to share with you. Today, you didn't know when you came today, but today is a day of celebration here at Compassion Church. Amen. You can do that one more time. Woo! Amen. From the day one since I've been here, I've always shared the vision that God had given me about this house. See, years ago, God spoke to us and said that this one day would be a, a mega church and of a certain size. And, but also one thing God began to share with me is God began to share with me that you will have multiple campuses. That you won't just go deep, you're going wide. Not just one place, but many because what God is going to do in you, God will do in many places. Well, I got some news for you today. You know, a year and a half ago, God blessed us and gave us another campus in uh, Holly, uh, Holiday, Texas. And I want you to know that church is doing great. God is blessing it. We're doing wonderful. Amen. You give a praise to that. But church, give me all your attention because you need to hear this. As of today, in 2023... Compassion Church today adds three new campuses to its church. We have three new campuses. Are you excited about that? We're so excited. We've been working on this now for a little while. Nobody knows. We've kept it quiet until we get all the things worked out. But we've got a, a church. We've got three churches in Oklahoma City. Two of those are Hispanic. One of the churches that we're receiving and Bethany, Oklahoma, runs over 300 people. Praise God. The pastor was offered a new job doing something. He had planted the church, started the church. He met with me and Laurie. He said, I will not take the new job if you will not make it a campus of y'all's church because I, I, I'm not going to let my baby die. He said, I'm not going to walk away. I want it to grow. I want it to be big. I want God to do great things. And he said, I think you and your church is the one to take it and to take it to the next level. And can I tell you today that now Compassion Church will have five campuses. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to the heel. 
Now let me stop for a second because I know what some of you think. Well, how does that affect me? I'm here. Can I tell you today that because of what you've done here has made it available for what we're going to do all around the country? Do you hear me? That God's going to take what is happening here in Wichita Falls. See, I don't know if some of you know, a lot of churches don't have near the salvations we have here. We don't go one Sunday without somebody getting saved. In fact, most times it's five to 20 salvations every Sunday. See, now we can take what God's doing here and now we can go somewhere else and take it there and begin to share the gospel there. Why? Because that's our heart. That's our vision. That's who we are. We're enlarging our territory. We're pulling up our stakes. We're moving the tent. We're getting bigger because what God has shown he can do here, God's going to do in other places. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited. And what some of you may not know is about six months ago, I actually talked about this from the pulpit. I said, God's going to give us more churches, if you remember that. I had no idea at that time what was coming. Me and Laura, about a year and a half ago, God kept speaking, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. We didn't know what God was saying. We, we didn't understand it. We just know God kept speaking that. It wasn't until that day that we realized what God was saying. He was about to give us Oklahoma City. And I'm telling you, what we're doing here, that same DNA, that same culture, and that same vision is about to be in Oklahoma City also. Amen. God has enlarged. Here, let me tell you why. Because we have the audacity to ask for it. We have the audacity to believe for it. We had the audacity to say, God, and listen, here's what's amazing. I told you guys about six months ago, I said this. I said, and I don't think it's planning churches. I think God's going to give us churches because I'm more of a revitalizer than I'm a more church planter. And because we have the faith to jump out and say, God, we believe for this. God is doing that. See, God can do the same thing in your life. God can begin to open doors if you'll stand up to your bullies of fear and worry, anxiety, addiction. If you'll stand up to those and say, God, I'm not going to be put in the corner anymore. But I'm going to extend my territory. Lord, I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to take risk and believe that when I do, you'll be there to catch me. If you look at his hand, this is what he said, or look at the word, this is what it says next. He said, let your hand be with me. Let your hand be with me. In other words, he said, God, don't bless me if it's not your blessing. Don't extend my territory if it's not your plan. You don't want God's blessing if it's not God's hand that gives you the blessing. And you don't want, listen, I'm speaking not only to some of you in the ministry-wise, there are some of you in business-wise, you need to step out and ask God to extend your territory. You need to step out in faith. There are some of you have got some other things. You've got dreams. See, that's something I want to say to you today. It's time to start dreaming again. It's time to believe for big dreams. Jabez says, Lord, I dare you. I dare you. Extend my territory. Make my life bigger. Why? Not just for him. Because, see, as God stretches our territory, he gives us influence in his name. 
to make a difference wherever we go. And today, guys, I want you to know on July the 9th, 2023, I'm speaking over this church that God has given us more territory. He is stretching. He is pulling up the, the stakes. He's making bigger the tent. And God is using this house to change lives, to win the loss, to disciple the believers. And I'm excited about what God has taken us. Are you excited today? Can somebody just let me know how excited you are? Like I said, we've had it hush, hush. We've kept it quiet because we had to work it all out and get it all in place, but we've gotten it all worked out. Me and Laura, you know, we took our sabbatical and we've been praying and seeking God how we're going to make that happen. And we figured out how we're going to make that happen, what God is sharing with us and how God's working that out. And we're so excited. Except for the bear. We survived. But God began to reveal to us how he's making that happen. And guys, we're excited. And here's how it affects you. You need to be in prayer for the other campuses, amen. You need to every day lift them up. You need to every day believe, listen, we're part of a family. You got family members in Oklahoma City now. Not the other family members you had in the past that you don't want to talk about. But you got some family members now in Oklahoma City, amen, that you can say, God, thank you for what you're about to do there. Now, I know what some of you think. Pastor, does that mean you're leaving? I'm not leaving. I'm still your pastor. I'm still here, still preaching. Now, there may be some, amen, okay, all right. I noticed some of you real quiet, and you're like, Now, there may be some Sundays I'm up there. Pastor David will be preaching. He'll be preaching for us. Amen. He does a great job. Hallelujah. One of the other things is every once once in a while, we're going to have a preaching team now that we got to raise up some preachers. Amen. We got to raise up some preachers. Because I'm here to tell you, five campuses is not where we're ending at. We're going to do other campuses. And, and I've got men and women in this church that are, that are called to preach, but they haven't had the opportunity. So sometimes you're going to see somebody else up here preaching. Why? Because we're raising them up and training them up. But Pastor John's here. Amen. I'm still preaching. Amen. Just, I, I saw the look on some of your faces. Y'all get a little nervous. I'm still here. I'm still your pastor. I'm still the lead pastor. This is my baby. Amen. This is my baby. So let's go ahead and clear that one up real quick. So we can I move on now? Because I can tell some of you are like, Pastor, are you telling us you're leaving us? No, I'm not leaving you. Like I said, you may see David preaching some more. You may see someone else here, but it's I'm, I'm here. I'm preaching. I'm sharing that with you today because I need you to be in prayer. I love what Jabez says. This is what I need you to hear today. He said, Lord, keep me from harm that I may not experience pain. Now, Jabez wasn't naive to believe that he'd never go through problems. And that's not what Jabez was asking for. What Jabez was asking for was this, God, don't let me go back to the mentality of pain. Don't let me go back to what that pain did to me and kept me from. 
Don't let me go back to how it kept me in a box. Can I say something to you today? That we have to make a decision as a church body that is not about us. It's about the kingdom, that we're not going to be small thinkers, but we're going to be big thinkers, that we're going to be risk takers, that we're going to step out in faith, amen, that we're never going backwards, but we're only going forwards. Because God, if we're asking for the territory, the God, we know that Israel requires something of us. It requires something of you. Do you know that? See, I believe one day, as you and I are walking the streets of heaven, we're going to pass people that you don't know you've never met, but they're going to say it was because of your church that I'm here today. You mean Wichita Falls? No holiday. You mean Wichita Falls? No, I, I mean Bethany. You mean Wichita Falls? No, I mean Oklahoma City. You mean Wichita Falls? Yes, I mean Wichita Falls. See, what you don't know is you're a part of a movement. See, years ago the Lord gave me a word, and one of those words was this, that a great revival would come from my life one day. I believe as we step into this next season, I believe God's about to break out and revival in this church. In fact, I believe that God couldn't do the revival until we stepped into this next season, into this next place. And I can't wait. I'm looking so forward. So I need you to be in prayer today. I need you to be in prayer today. We have been seeking God. We've been on our knees. We've been meeting with everybody that we can. In fact, at the end today, there will be a pastor that comes on that will congratulate us. He's one of the pastors that we have been meeting with and talking with about this next adventure and how we're going to make it work. And a lot of advice came from him. He's a pastor of, a, of actually a mega church in Oklahoma City. The reason why I want to share this with you today is not just to celebrate what God is doing in Compassion Church. I wanted it to be a moment for you to realize if you'll stand up to your bullies and have the audacity, then I promise you today that God will bless you. He will enlarge your territory and He will keep you from the harm of your, of your negative thinking, your bad mindsets, your fears and your worries and your addictions, and God's hand will be with you. If God can do it in this church, if God, listen. Sixteen years ago, when we stepped in this church with 60 or 70 people, I can still remember the day when the board, one of the board members, when we finally got down that they were going to bring me in, they, they wrote down on a piece of paper how much they were going to pay me. Now I'll never forget one of the board members said, you give it to them. The other one said, no, no, you give it to them. I'm not giving it to them. And I looked at them and I said, no matter what's written on that piece of paper, God's called me to this church and I'm coming. I've got a vision and I know what God's going to do. Now, I wouldn't have said that if I'd have saw what was on that piece of paper first. <laughs> I'd have thrown it away. 
And look where God's taking us now, Lori Leggett. Over 800 services every week. That doesn't include holiday. Does not include them. We see salvations. We've seen thousands and thousands of people come to know Christ. Amen. And listen, I don't know if you've looked around this church lately. Listen, we ain't got a bunch of church folk coming here. And so some of you I'm kind of worried about. We can't let the police in here. They may have to arrest you. So I don't know. I'm just joking. We got people that are just coming to know Jesus, coming to know Christ, never known Jesus. We're changing lives. Can I ask you something? Let's not be stingy. Let's share. And say, God, now if you want to do that in Oklahoma City and Bethany, God, we'll let you do it there too. We'll take the DNA and the heart and the vision of what God has in this house and put it there. And I need you to be in prayer right now. That pastor... Today's his last Sunday. He's leaving. He is right now, as I'm preaching, he's telling his congregation. His is a little different, though. Because, see, he's leaving his church. So one today, can you remember him and his wife in prayer? Lift them up. Can you pray for that church that today, and guess what? The church we're about to take, guess how long the pastor's been there? 16 years. 16 years. Y'all know my testimony. My wife the other day, we're sitting in the house. As we're sitting there, she said, today has been exactly 20 years from our nightmare. And that's just been what? June the, June the 25th. Been exactly 20 years ago from our nightmare. But can I, look what God has done 20 years later. Everything God spoke through me to that board, God's doing. There are some things I am, but there are some things I'm not. One is I'm not a liar. And what God has spoken about this house, every one of us come to pass. And he's still doing it. But I need you to hear something. I need you to be in prayer for those campus pastors. We just got a new campus pastor over at Holiday. Praise God. Can you give a hand clap to that? We're in the process right now of getting a campus pastor there at the Bethany Church. So be praying for that. But can I say this to you? We got other things we're going to do. And there's some of you sitting in this service right now. You're our next campus pastor. You're our next pastor. You're our next preacher. And we need you to stand up to the bully of your fear, your anxiety. And you need to stand up. Amen. And say, God, I'm not going to coward in the corner anymore. I'm going to ask for your blessings over my life. And I'm going to pray and believe you're going to extend my territory. Amen. Can you do me a favor today? Can you pray with me? We want to intercede. We want to intercede right now that God's going to do something amazing. And that God's going to do something wonderful. And that God's about to bless it. Lord, we just pray over this great news, this celebratory day. We give you praise. We give you honor. 
Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, Lord, right here, right now, that, God, you spoke your word years ago, and, God, you are bringing it to pass today right before our very eyes. God, we celebrate it. We thank you. And, God, we pray as, Lord, we're adding these new campuses that, God, your hand, your blessings, and your anointing would be upon it. Thank you for it, Lord. We glorify your name. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that, Lord, the best is yet to come. We thank you, Lord, that you're opening up doors we never could have imagined. We thank you, Lord, that, God, in Jesus' name, that, Lord, you are blessing us and touching us. Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. That, Lord, those who need to be put in roles and positions, I pray you're touching their heart right now. Touching their hearts right now. Thank you, Jesus. We praise and glorify your name. Hallelujah. 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 With every head bowed, every eye closed, one last question. Do you know Jesus? Is he the Lord of your heart, your life? If you were to die today, do you know that you're on your way to heaven? Because if you don't, then today's the day of salvation. Right now's the moment. Right now's the hour. If you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, all you have to do is admit that you're a sinner in need of God's grace and wonderful love. Believe that he is a son of the living God, died on a cross for you, rose on the third day, and lives forevermore. And confess him Lord of your life, and shall be saved. If you're here today and you're allowed to give your heart and life to Christ, then I want you to raise your hand right now. Is there anybody? Amen. Is there anyone else? I've had one raise their hand, give God praise. Please, everyone, say this prayer with me. Say it loud, say it proud as one new name has been written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Say, Dear Jesus, I invite you to my heart and into my life. Forgive me of all my sins and all my ways. I repent and I come to you and ask you, to be the Lord and Savior of my life forever and ever. Amen. We are so happy that you joined us today. Here at Compassion, we value family, which means we value you. If there's any way that we can be praying for you and believing with you for something, please make sure that you let us know. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.